At Watermark Community Church, we're reading the Bible together and learning about how a bunch of smaller stories point to one big, true story. The story of God's rescue plan through Jesus. Welcome to Join the Journey, Junior. Hi, everyone. It's Ben. Today's story will close out the book of Numbers, so let's take some time to look back at all the things that happened. The Israelites left Mount Sinai, where they were told how to live as God's chosen people, as well as how to build the tabernacle where God's presence would be near to them. God knew there were people living in the land He promised the Israelites, so He had the Israelites count how many men there were that could fight once they got to the promised land. Counting the people showed that there were a lot of them traveling. So God helped the Israelites organize themselves in their camp and what order they would travel in, always keeping the tabernacle in the center of everyone. Traveling through the wilderness was tough, and after some time, many people grew tired of the food God was providing for them every day. So they began complaining, like a bunch of babies, asking for meat like they had back in Egypt when they were slaves. God heard their complaints and provided more meat than they could handle. Eventually, they got to the edge of the Promised Land, and God had Moses send 12 spies into the land and report back about what they saw. They saw that the land was wonderful, but the people living in the land were powerful. So, 10 out of the 12 spies said there was no way they could overtake them. The last two spies, Joshua and Caleb, trusted God's promises and tried to remind everyone that with the Lord on their side, nobody could stop them. But the people went with what the ten said and cried like babies again, wishing they would have stayed slaves in Egypt. This was a major issue. Even after seeing the plagues in Egypt and God parting the Red Sea, the people were too afraid to continue where God called them. So God told them that all the adults would live the rest of their days in the wilderness, and their children would be the ones to experience the Promised Land after they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. So the Israelites turned away from the Promised Land and headed back into the wilderness, where all the Israelites would learn what it looked like to depend on God daily. For some, just wandering in the wilderness was enough to make them realize their sin and trust God with their lives. But some Israelites did not, so they experienced major consequences. For example, the ten spies that didn't think the Lord could help them conquer the Promised Land died in the plague. Or when Korah led a rebellion against Moses, he was swallowed up by the earth. But even though many Israelites continued sinning, God continued providing for their needs every day. One day, the people grew impatient with wandering through the wilderness, so they began speaking out against Moses and God. This resulted in God sending poisonous snakes into their camp. The people realized they had sinned and begged Moses to pray to God and ask him to take away the snakes. So Moses asked, but God didn't take them away. What God did though was provide a way for the people to be saved while the snakes were still there. God had Moses create a bronze sculpture of a snake and lift it up on a pole so people could see it. And anyone that looked at that bronze snake was healed. Every time God let the Israelites experience the consequences of their sin, it was to help them realize they had made a mistake. 
help them understand God's perfection and power, and encourage them to turn from their sin and go back to Him. As the Israelites continued through the wilderness, surrounding groups felt threatened by how many people they had. One Moabite king even hired a diviner to curse the Israelites. But God worked through some dreams and a talking donkey to have that diviner bless the Israelites instead of cursing them. Some time after the diviner blessed the Israelites, the Lord told Moses to climb one of the nearby mountains and look out over the land he had promised to the people of Israel. On top of the mountain, he reminded Moses that this is all he would be able to see of the promised land, and he would die in the wilderness because of his disobedience. Yes, even Moses wasn't perfect and had to experience consequences for his sin. But Moses knew the people would need someone to lead them after he was gone. So while Moses was talking with God, he asked the Lord who should lead the people after him. The Lord told him to take Joshua in front of the people and announce to them that he would be their new leader. So Moses did as the Lord commanded, and Joshua became the new leader that would take them into the Promised Land. God gave them specific instructions on where exactly their Promised Land was and what they should do with the people they would encounter there. But we'll have to see if the Israelites follow those instructions another time. Let's review today's story with a few questions. Question 1. What was always in the center of the Israelites' camp? Question 2. Why did the Israelites have to wander the wilderness for 40 years? Question 3. Who was going to take over leading the Israelites after Moses? Question 4. Why do you think God kept his promises to the Israelites, even though they kept sinning against him? In the book of Numbers, we saw an old generation of Israelites rebel against God over and over again, even though they saw him do amazing things to deliver them from slavery in Egypt. Then, we saw a tragic transition because of the ten spies not trusting God would give them the land he promised. And lastly, we saw a new generation preparing to enter into the promised land after wandering in the wilderness for 40 years. In each small story, we've seen that the Israelites were sinful, making them undeserving of God's love and kindness. But even though they didn't deserve it, God continually kept His promises to them. God's biggest promise is the blessing that would eventually come through Abraham's family line. That blessing is the main point of the big true story, which all these little stories come together to create. It's God's rescue plan through Jesus. Join us next time as we journey through the Bible together.